Broadcasting from Hollywood, it's the official On Air with Brandon J podcast. Here we go. Go. What's up, everyone? I'm Brandon. Welcome to On Air with Brandon Jam, joined by Mr. DJ Sharpcut, the founder, CEO of Sharpcut Productions, Mr. Gary Robinson. Gary, how are you? Very good. Thanks for having me on, Brandon. Hey, it's great to have you on, man. You're doing you're doing some cool things in the world of comedy. And let, let's talk about these these two pieces that you've had with uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I, I produce two specials that are currently airing on Amazon Prime for all you comedy fans out there. Jimmy Chin's Walk of Shame and Sarah Halstead's RVs and Cats. And so if you like stand-up comedy, check them out. I think you really like them. You know what's crazy is you mentioned Jimmy Shin, a friend of mine. She's like my second mom. I've known her forever, Christine Peake. She's been doing comedy <laughs> shows with Jimmy Shin, with Daryl Hammond and others. So it is such a small world, Gary. Well, you know who else uh, she's been doing comedy shows with? Me, every time. <laughs> Oh, that is wild. Yeah. It is and, such a small world. She's going to love this interview. Oh, yeah. So shout out to Christine. And she's such a nice lady because we have been doing comedy shows for the vets at the VA, and she's really been kind of pressing that along. And it's there's nothing more satisfying than performing for the vets at the VA who could really use some great stand-up comedy. And she's been bringing in amazing comedians like Daryl Hammond, Jay Moore. You know, it's really incredible. Tom Arnold, you know, and yes. she's a really nice lady and a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, getting up there and stand up comedy and be a, a really good host. Out of nowhere, Gary, it happened out of nowhere. Like when you see these other names you just mentioned, you know, Daryl Hammond and others, we know they're comedians. We know you're you're doing your stuff in comedy, too, as well. But to see Christine out of nowhere being this this major publicist done so much, so many good things for nonprofits, the American Red Cross, American Cancer Society and others. And to see her hit the stage, she's such a natural. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And it, it's fun to see her grow as a comedian, too. We're definitely going to make it out to one. Oh, great. OK. Yeah, we've performed together at the Roosevelt Hotel and Comedy Store and some pretty big events. So it's, it's kind of fun to see P, uh, comedians come up in, in the world, you know? Absolutely. So, Gary, this leads me into my next question. Tell us about all the wonderful things you're doing with Sharp Cut Productions. So I've been doing commercials, promos and movie trailers for 30 years. And typically those are for different networks, CBS, Sony, Universal. I, I've been doing some work for Martin Scorsese's Film Foundation. And so I founded my own company and I've been producing more independent stuff. I mean, first I did a lot of like workout videos and things like that, but you know, now I've been doing these comedy specials and kind of a variety of different productions for different people. So uh, I just did, I directed another comedy special last weekend. I'm working on another one. So it's kind of fun to, have the worlds of production and my comedy intercept and be able to create something new with some different comedians. Absolutely. And you've, you've had such great success. Let, let's talk about social media, the piece you did, and I'm not going to go on too many, too much detail about this, but cause guys, you'll have to check it out for yourself. But the piece you did regarding George Floyd, this thing has garnered, I think over like 25 million views on TikTok. Like that's astounding in, in social media to see a piece of content go viral like that. Like I know you had to be jumping for joy when you saw that. 
Well, I have to give more credit to my friend Josh Nasser, who's a viral TikTok star with half a billion plays or something. And he's been he's been nice enough to use that song in a number of his videos where he'll pull up next to people and he'll start he'll he'll create some kind of really funny interaction with them in another car. And then a lot of times he'll use that song. And so, yeah, it's gotten 25 million plays primarily on his videos, but it's really kind of interesting to see. You know, because we're always looking for different ways of promoting our music and getting our music out. So that's one way that uh, that's helped get that song some attention. So uh, absolutely. And speaking of getting music out, I don't know if you saw this, right? I got an email. I think it was yesterday, the day before. And Capitol Records is the first major label to sign the first AR rapper. What is going on, Gary? Like, you don't even have to be real now to get a record deal. <laughs> well, I think we're seeing technology and, and the creative arts intersect in a number of ways. I mean, I, I've seen where we've had um, art AI singers before, like I've seen kind of demos of that at CES before. We're seeing AI kind of make its way into music production in a number of different ways. First, it started with beats and now we're seeing like AI is creating some, some melodies and stuff. There's a number of different plugins that can do that. So more and more, we're seeing artif AI, artificial intelligence, create music for people and you know, we'll see where it goes, but I don't think you're ever going to replace like the, the the craftsmanship and the writing of a, of a real person. But it's very interesting to, to see where it's going to go. Are we going to see Gary producing content in the metaverse coming up? I don't know. I think uh, I, I feel a little old for the metaverse. I don't know. Maybe maybe sometime. But I think it's up to the younger kids to figure that out. Like it's uh, it's just, uh, it's still kind of foreign to me. You know, I'm. I feel just me being on Instagram and Facebook's enough. I don't know if I want to be in the full metaverse and you know doing music. I mean, we but... got we got to see an animated cartoon character of you, man. Like like we're in a video <laughs> game. We we got to see that, Gary. Yeah, that that could be. We'll we'll there'll be a hologram of me performing stand up after I'm gone, probably at some point. Hopefully, there you go. There <laughs> so. you go. What advice, Gary, do you have for those out there that are pursuing a career in comedy? Because a lot of people don't really talk about it, but comedy is one of the hardest professions to break into yeah. is like nearly impossible. Like what, what advice do you give to those out there that really want to get on that stage and, and sell out shows night after night? Well, the first thing is to really work on an act, work on, work on that first seven minute act and, and make it rock solid and keep doing the same act over and over again and hammer it home until you, everything's worked on it. Really, it's really strong. You have to do that at open mics. You might have to do that at home. But by the time you hit the stage and you're seen by people, you have to be really funny. You can't be like trying new material in front of people as a new comic. So I think to really hone that act and then, then to get it in front of people, because you can be seen too soon. So it's like, be ready for it, have the act ready, have it solid, have it hilarious, and then hit the stage and then try to get your name out there. Speaking of comedy, you've shot various pieces of content, right? And, and so you've shot like Jim Carrey being interviewed. What was your first? reaction to when you got to meet Jim Carrey? Well, I worked with him on a number of different things. He's an amazing artist. He's a, I feel dumb and dumber when I'm in the room with him, you know, because <laughs> yeah, right. he's a really brilliant guy. And I was lucky enough to help him out with an MTV movie award presentation where he wore a green screen suit and we put images on the screen and he was introducing the Foo Fighters. And that was a long time ago. And then he also, did a children's book and I helped kind of do the behind the scenes of, of the making of the, uh, the audio book that goes along with the children's book. And he's just an, an amazing human being and he just wants to make the world a better place. So it was a real honor to be able to work for him. That's super cool. DJ Sharpcut, what's next for you, man? 
I'm working on, I'm developing my own com comedy special that I'll, I think I'll bring out next year. I'm right now I'm in post on a couple other comedy specials and I think I'll be performing a lot more and I've got more songs on the way. One for Ukraine. I, I, Oh, by the way, the best wedding song I think I've ever, I, I, I came out with a wedding song like a few months ago. That's amazing. It's called, it can only be you. And it's perfect for your first and second marriage. But if you make it to a third, it's probably bad luck. But it's an amazing song. Make it to a third. <laughs> it, yeah, I think people love uh, DJ Sharpcut. It could only be you is probably my best song I have right now as far as a, a, a love song. And then I'll, I'll have a song for Ukraine coming in the next couple of weeks. That's awesome. I mean, what are your thoughts towards everything? Do you think things are going to finally get back to normal like they were before COVID? Uh, I think we're seeing a normalization now. Uh, yeah. you know, as far as comedy, we're seeing the audiences come back to the theaters. I think people are feeling more comfortable because there are more therapeutics. We have the vaccines. We, you know, although it's a constant evolution, I, I, it's been particularly tough on music artists too. And I'm glad they're being able to tour again and make a living again. Um, so I think we're seeing a kind of normalization, but we just never know what's around the bend and we just have to be kind of vigilant to whatever comes around. Speaking about what's, you never know what's around the bend, I, I, you know, throwing and producing these, these comedy shows and these, you know, festivals and different things. Do you think Hollywood comedians are ready for another, another Dave Chappelle incident? You mean where he was attacked at the Hollywood yeah. or, uh, there's no excuse for anybody to come up to the stage. I mean, and he, frankly, he got what he deserved. He got his arm broken. And, and, you know, I mean, as a comedian and he even said it, you know, we're saying things a lot of times outrageous, a lot of times shocking right. to create comedy because tension creates comedy. Then you release it. Bill Burr, another one of my favorite comedians. I've been oh, yeah, to with him. Yeah. I, I performed with him several times and it's just amazing to see him work, but frankly, he says controversial stuff. So he's going to upset some people and he, I've seen him walk some people too that left the theater. So, you know, we're, we're sometimes outrageous, but we're doing it to create comedy and we're creating tension and we're making people think, but there's no excuse for anybody to come up on the stage. I mean, they're, you know, so they're not Will Smith, you know? Well, so. I, I think we got to do a better job with security, but you know, when, when you think about comedy, what makes this funny is comedians have this genius way of making a statement, creating humor behind it, but it's actually a factual statement. Yeah. So, you know, they'll, they'll take the ignorance of things and blend it all together. Cat Williams is genius with that. Dave Chappelle is and others. And so I think that folks that are going to a comedy show you have to already be in expectancy that the comedian is there to to entertain people, you know, yeah. and we can't get offended where they may say something and it's not necessarily derived or, or targeted towards a specific individual or demographic or things of that nature. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes it might be targeted to somebody, but we're trying to do it in a light way. Hey, I'm trying to be politically correct, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of comedy isn't politically correct. And that's why we've right. seen some outrageous incidents and people rushing the stage or Will Smith getting upset over a joke that wasn't even that mean. Uh, so, 
you know, it, people take things differently, but frankly, as comedians, we can't sit there and go, oh, I'm going to upset a few people. We're going to upset it, depending on what kind of comedy we do. We're probably going to accept upset some people. And we have to accept that. And, and not everybody's going to like us. And frankly, not everybody likes me after a show either. So I might upset some people and, and some people love it. So I that's... mean, cancel culture is so wild. But if we look at the history, like speaking about, you know, Dave Chappelle, for example, if yeah. you look at the history, Dave Chappelle has been telling jokes of that nature since he started on Comedy Central. This is nothing new. Right. Exactly. So I, I admire what you and, and Christine and everybody else in, Hollywood, else out in Hollywood is doing right now with the comedy. I think it's definitely needed because for a period of time, 2020, you know, we're, we're in quarantine. We're stuck. People were trying to entertain themselves, finding ways of TikTok challenges and things of that nature. But now things that are opening back up, we need to have a reason to get out and be entertained. And that's something that you guys are doing. And it's awesome. So, Gary, if someone wants to connect with you on social media, where do they go? Linktree.com forward slash Sharpcut is good. Sharpcut Productions on Instagram is good. Uh, DJSharpcut.com. Sharpcut, yeah, but sharpcut.com, like anything sharpcut, I probably own online. So try to find it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Gary Robinson, also known as DJ Sharpcut, the mastermind behind Sharpcut Productions. Make sure you check out his two segments on Amazon Prime. Gary, great to have you on the show, and uh, and I'll see you very soon. Oh, thanks a lot. It's been great to be on here and meet you. Absolutely. I'm Brandon. We'll see you next time. Goodbye for now. Hi, I'm Adele. I love playing live. I love the rush. I like feeling at home. I feel really at home on stage. I like people leaving my gig being really pleased. Hey, y'all, it's Chloe. Hi, this is Chris from Coldplay. It's Doja Cat. Hey, what's up? This is Dave from Glass Animals. Hey, what's up? It's J Balbin. Hey, it's Billie Eilish. What's good? It's Lady Gaga. Hi, it's BTS. What's good, everybody? It's Bozzy. Oh, Lonely, lonely, so lonely, lonely.
Hey, hey. 
Follow on Instagram at I am Brandon Jay.